Hey, 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 as we know, life is full of surprises, both good and bad, and the day-to-day journey is full of unforeseen obstacles, and sometimes it's hard to see our way through. Beyond the norm and mundane or where unscripted dreams live, join us for thought-provoking discussions and interviews to help us navigate through the fog and create our own path. We are the Unscripted Dream Podcast, operating outside the margins to motivate and inspire our audience. Yeah, so today, um, today's topic is a new boss at every level. Um, it kind of speaks for itself, you know, a new boss at every level, you know, everyone thinks that, oh, I can't wait till I um, supersede or get away from somebody. And then they got a whole nother um, level to tackle. You know, it's always, it's like a never ending level. Like everyone answers to everybody. Even the people that you think don't answer to somebody, they answer to somebody. Um, perfect example, you, uh, you know, there's a big wave where, you know, um, with COVID, especially, you know, giving incentives out, that I think are kind of like traps for uh, certain people if they don't know how to uh, get around it, uh, you know, with those PPP loans and those um, business uh, loans where they were kind of fronting you money there. Um, you know, everybody wanted to go to the independent route. Everybody wanted to open their own business. They thought this was the right time to do it. Um, and, you know, some people are successful and some, I don't know. I'm a... <laughs> I'm gonna let you figure that one out for yourself with your own research. But ideally what I'm saying is everybody had the whole concept of like, Hey, screw, screw corporate. We're going to work for ourselves, which nothing's wrong with that. You know, I'm actually a proactive about it, but within reason, you know, obviously you got to have a game plan. You got to have things set up and things moving for you. But, um, what I'm getting at is people would think like, okay, now I finally work for myself. So I only have to answer to myself wrong. When you're a boss and you own your own business, you got multiple bosses. So now you have any more, even more bosses because now the liability and you're more responsible for more things. Um, you know, it's like that famous song or term that uh, James Brown said, pay the cost to be the boss. And you know, it's, it's real. It's the truth. You know, if you really want to be your own boss, man, you got to pay for the cost. Yeah. Um, so I think he captured it. Yeah. I think he captured it. Um, I think he captured it. Well, um, I'm going to take it another direction, but I'm, um, but I think that's one of the good ones actually that you touched on is like with the PPP stuff. Um, like there's a difference between being an employee and entrepreneur. And when we talk about, like the just the, the concept saying like yeah, yeah there's a boss at every level like think about when like your boss isn't also like it's not always a position it's not always like somebody that's your superior or something like that like a boss is a challenge so so uh like when you're an employee this is one of the things that actually this is probably one of the like the biggest challenges of being in it like an employee like and an entrepreneur is that like as an employee things are set out for you a lot of your systems and things are already set up. Like you're not, depending on where you're working, you don't have to innovate um, as much. You're usually working with the team. A lot of things are set out. Like things are pretty, you're essentially working in somebody else's system um, and what they kind of created, depending on your role. Uh, but like when you're an entrepreneur, like a lot of that stuff, I mean, it's all like self-start. Like there's nobody telling you like how to manage your money or how to like incorporate things and like what not to use, what to use. Like you have to kind of learn those things yourself. And I think when you're an employee, most, well, I'm not going to say in most cases, but if you're working for a good business, you're usually working like pretty efficiently. Those systems 
like the system that you go in and use every day, that's like the best version that they can afford to use, you know, instead of, you know, they priority tried five other things that didn't work and you're currently using like the best fit. All the systems that you're using, if you're working for a good company, you're the best fit. But when you transition into entrepreneurship, you don't know what the best fit is. So you could waste your money on something, spend your money on the system and it doesn't work. And the, and the challenge is, is that you have to learn as an entrepreneur to manage yourself, to manage the expenses and sometimes to manage uh, to manage people, too. But really, one of the big issues with entrepreneurship is you have to know how to manage yourself because there's no one there to compensate like for your weaknesses. So like you kind of like every day I have to kind of figure out I'll share a story here in a little bit, but I have to figure out like what's the best way to maneuver this because you're in a new space. So when you say there's a new boss, you're in a new space. So your challenges, the challenges that you have are going to be different. And the worst challenge is the challenge that you like it's the boss you don't see coming <laughs> that just comes up and like slaps you and not knocks you out for a little bit. Like those, those are the worst. Uh, cause you gotta retool and train up so you can like um tackle those. But I guess Joe just wanna ask you uh what I guess share like just a like a challenging like certain circumstance, something that maybe people can uh relate to, maybe to kind of like driving home, maybe it's like a personal experience or just like another par- parallel that kind of fits within the, the framework of uh, this discussion. <laughs> if you want to share. Well, <clears throat> I think the, what I explained earlier was, you know, good enough. Um, I say another situation um, that I could maybe touch on lightly is um just like me coming to the whole idea of like doing a little bit of entrepreneur stuff myself. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't say I'm a full-fledged entrepreneur. I'm more of like a creative mind. That's what I call it. Not saying entrepreneur people aren't, but I'm just saying I'm more so like a free spirit. So that's why I leave it as creative mind quotations. <laughs> and really what that is in my own makeup is the fact that I'm not as aggressive, like I'm not as aggressive. I'm not um, dependent upon this lifestyle because I have a job, like I'm employed. So I'm okay with um, experimenting at my own pace versus if you're a real entrepreneur, it's like your way and there's no other way to work around it. Like you, this has to work for you. For me, I have something to fall back on. So with me just um, messing around with my music, as far as like streaming and stuff. Um, yeah, it was hard, man, because most importantly, you have to lay out an outline, you have to format everything. And um, whether it was in a really informal way, you still had to do it for it to get pushed out. You know, like with me, like doing musical projects, you know, um, that I've done over the years. Um, I'm kind of slowed down because uh, I'm transitioning right now, but <laughs> that's okay. Um, you know, you can't rush uh, creativity. That's why I call it a creative mind, because it's like whatever comes to mind and I'm focused on it enough, it's going to get done. Um, so, you know, it's about you doing enough research, you doing an outline on what you need to do, um, like a whole overview. You need to do a whole assessment on yourself, like your state of mind, what players are involved for you to get things rocking and moving. Um, it's really um, crazy if you actually just keep it all in your head. And I do I used to do a majority of this stuff in my head until I realized like, eh, that's not feasible. You know, you're trying to run like a, 
a business, so to speak, and you're doing it all in your head and that's not the way to go about it. You really need to write this stuff down so you can crazy. leave it alone, come back and revisit it and with a healthy mind and actually execute on things because there's so many people that run businesses straight off their brain. They forget so many great ideas, great opportunities are lost just because they're in their own head and they're not actually capturing those ideas and those thoughts to execute on a plan. So this is all comes with being your own boss. So with you being your own boss, man, you have to be like best of the best to actually be successful. And um, I guess that's as far as I want to go on that. Um, I would talk about me working on my book. That That's a whole nother thing, like outlining. Um, you have to formulate or who's going to edit, edit your stuff. How much is that going to cost you? How much is going to run you? So like budgeting, budgeting is a big thing too. Like, you know, I'm doing things based off of however I want to do it. I have a really loose budget. But if you really have something that you're really trying to push out and really uh, be um, productive on or successful at, you kind of have to um, really tackle those things in an aggressive manner and also in a timely manner too, in some cases. Yeah, and I think that, I think that's good that, like, we're in different, like Joe and I are entrepreneur, like on that end, like we're in different spaces in that capacity. So I think it's good to, like, hear his version. And, like, my version is that, like, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm an employee. I'm also an entrepreneur. And it's, like, you know, I have an LLC, like, I'm a, so I have my own business, like, I have my business. Like, I'm also a like, professional investor, like professional. It's not, it's not a game. It's not a game for me. It is not like for me, entrepreneurship is what is going to allow me to be free. It, I doubt, I doubt that it will come through employment, just a regular W2 employment uh, for me. Um, but that being said, one, one of the things with it just like sharing this, we just go back to the theme of the episode is that like one of the things, and Joe kind of, I mean, he's he's well aware of what I'm doing, but one of the things that was big for me with investing, especially like doing a lot of the, like the web through the cryptocurrency stuff was the biggest issue that I was finding is that I felt like I was on, like getting to the information late. Like I always felt like everything, like I'm, I'm jumping in, I'm getting into all these positions, I'm getting in late, all these run-ups are like happening and I've, I've missed them. I'm missing these good entry points. I'm missing projects before they launch. Like I'm, I'm not like, it's like, I need to do better if I'm going to get better positions. And if I'm going to be like a better investor, I need to be a lot earlier. So one of the goals that I uh, set for myself, actually said to set um, work when they were just asking, like, what are your goals for the year? Because I realized this was an issue. So this was like that needed to be early. Like that was a boss for me. Like I needed to figure out how to beat that, like how to beat that challenge. And what I was able, what I figured out and what I told myself is like the goal for me was to increase the efficiency and the quality of how I access like investment information. So I worked like many, 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 many hours trying to figure out different ways to access information. As a result of that, it revolves in me like involved in me like paying paying to join certain groups, like you real like you finding out ways to utilize different resources. And then over time, what happened was once I solved for that problem, there was another problem that I couldn't anticipate happened was that 
I found myself in a space to where I was so early that I would put myself at risk. Like being so early that I didn't understand like everything about some of the things that I was putting money into. So then after I solved the issue of getting that information early, now I have to figure out how to build a tool and criteria to minimize my risk and make sure that I'm investing in good projects so that I won't get like rug pull, which we don't know what a rug pull is. It's when your money just is gone. They take the money, it's gone, it's gone. You're not getting anything back. So because that had happened to me a few times, I had to figure out, like now I'm early, but now I'm putting myself in more of a risky situation. So I have to build a tool very quickly if I want to still be early and still get these max gains and still pick good projects. So it's like one of those things where what I'm trying to explain is that like when you figure out one thing, there's going to be an under, like once you get to the next level, it's just like a video game. Like when you get to the next level, think about who's the bad guy in Sonic? Robotnik? Yes. That Robotnik? All right. Every level you're playing with Sonic, Robotnik got some new machine that he's sitting his egg head in, flying around doing whatever he's doing, right? Sonic beats him. Next level, he retools. He has something new. Sonic might have something new up his bag too in the bag too, but every level he has to figure out something new. I mean, he loses in the end, but it's the same thing. I'm not saying be 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 like Robotnik or anything, but I'm saying that to survive, you have to continue to create, continue to try to find new ways, and through those failures, like you'll find success, but you have to actively um, like actively make these adjustments, and you have to make these adjustments in real time too if you want to be great. It's something you have to realize the consequences of some of your actions too when you're like coming up against these new bosses or these new challenges. You know what, man? I'm actually in the middle of reading a book. Um, shout out to my friend actually um, recommending this. But the name of the book is Change Your Paradigm, Change Your Life by Bob Proctor. Um, <clears throat> and it's pretty informational, man. It's just like 90% or rather all of us, right? Um, and what they were explaining was like very in simple terms or relatable terms. There's a lot of people out there with credible credential, like prestigious credential out there, but they're stuck where they are. They can't move past a certain level. And the reason is, is, you know, they might be good at processing information, but what good of it, good is it if the information you process and everything you got going on inside your brain, if you're not using it? And what people don't realize is, you know, that's the actionable part in everything. So, you know, you can be really informative, you know, um, you can listen to this podcast all day, every day, but what good is it if you're not applying it to yourself? And, um, you know, I think when it comes to this episode, as far as there's a boss at every level, with that in mind, just because you know that information is helpful but also what are you going to do to kind of offset that or to avoid that or actually take it full on if you if you're really up for the challenge um so i'm not really trying to undercut anyone but you know we can give you all the positive vibes we can give you all the positive information we can give you everything under the sun and moon as far as information right but what good is it if you're not actually going to be actionable about the situation so a lot of things is we're stuck in our paradigm. We know what to do. We know how to do it. And, you know, a lot of it is emotional based and a lot of it is kind of like a 
something that you inherit, you know, like it could be something like a genetic trait, potentially, I don't know, you know, I'm not a scientist, you know, I'm not God, but, you know, patterns do exist. And the thing is, are you able to break patterns? That's what really pushes you um, to that next level. And that's what is the great thing about that book is just telling you like, hey, you recognize what's going on. You talk to yourself about the same shit every day. Oh, I need to lose weight. I need to lose this. Well, what you do, you go home and you eat some extra food that you probably had no business eating. You know, you have the power to change. And in order for you to actually make those adjustments, you got to be actionable about it. And you have to most importantly, hold yourself accountable. Yeah. Accountability is the uh, key self accountability too, even more so. Um, but what's the name of that book again, Joe, for the people? Yeah, man, it's by Bob Proctor, and the actual name of the book is Change Your Paradigm, Change Your Life. And that's powerful. Those are uh, powerful words. A lot of us, I think there's there's an intangibles. There's there's intangibles that we all have, but um, like I said, I think one of the books, just bring up a book real quick, then I'll kind of close out on my end, but it's like The Alchemist. I don't know how many times I talk about The Alchemist on this. Uh, show, but it's it's uh like it's a must read. It's a must read if you're somebody who's like failing, like if you're failing to capture what it is that will allow you to take it, like take things to the next level. Like it's important to understand that you have the ability to do it. It just takes the right circumstances to kind of bring it out of you. But you have to actively like be actually trying to do stuff. You can't just it's one thing to listen to information. Like there's I said there's there's a time for education and there's a time for execution. So yeah, you can get you can game yourself up. Well, you can take all this take all this time out like trying to learn things, but if you just sit there watching videos all day or sit there watching podcasts or listening to podcasts all day, but you don't go go out and actually do something, like it doesn't it doesn't mean anything. And like the last um kind of thing I'll just kind of close on this is like good question just to ask yourself is like what like what what bosses are you fighting at this stage in your life? Like is it generational like curses that you feel like you have? Is it something like personal that you're dealing with? Is it something on a professional end that you're dealing with? Is it like what what is it that you're having an issue conquering in your life? And think about like what is it going to take to help you elevate yourself uh, to the next level. Uh, because like in the last thing is that like sometimes, like sometimes the the road to success is, is longer than we intended and it's much harder than, uh, than we imagined it would be. And that's where that resolve comes in and just having the ability to make the effort, understand that it's gonna be difficult but like you can't really make excuses. Um, can't really make excuses. And you just you kind of we kind of have to just actively like always kind of put ourselves in a position to push forward. And some of that is just like surrounding yourself with the right people and the right ideas. If you can't surround yourself with people, surround yourself with the right ideas. Ideas are in books. Ideas are on podcasts. Ideas are on video. On audio. Like just ideas. There might not be anybody around you. Who's even on your frequency? That's fine. Get out there. We got the technology. You can get out there, connect with people, and just listen to stuff and let that resonate with you and move on that. But get away from the naysayers so you can 
level up. And when you level up, you see there's other people there that'll rock with you. So like that. Also understood, doesn't need to be explained here, sir. Um, I think you've uh, closed out pretty well here. Um, I just wanna say thank you for listening um, continuously to our uh, platform and um, we'll be back later.